I think poets and authors have an ability to recognize and dignify what's most ordinary in all of our lives. And I think of poets and I think of authors as kinds of prophets who speak humanness back into us. Welcome to the Converge Lecture Series Podcast, a co-production of 91.5 KRCC and Converge Lecture Series. I'm Jake Brownell. Converge Lecture Series is a new nonprofit bringing some of the biggest names in contemporary poetry and literature right here to Colorado Springs. It kicked off last fall with a lecture by New York-based poet Marie Howe. And in the year to come, writers George Saunders, Juno Diaz, Edwige Danticot and Richard Blanco will all be coming to town to share their reflections on art, life, and the topic of moral beauty. For this podcast, we're working with Converge to bring you conversations with each of the writers coming in 2018. Our first episode, which will be released the week of January 29th, features George Saunders, whose debut novel Lincoln and the Bardo was awarded the Man Booker Prize last year. But before we get to that, I want to introduce this series by sharing a conversation I had last fall with Converge Lecture Series founder Sam Stevenson. Sam is a Colorado Springs native with a passion for literature who created this lecture series in his free time. By day, he works as a caseworker in Teller County. For him, Converge is about much more than bringing famous writers to town. He sees it as a way to create space in the community for all of us to reflect on what we are, what we are doing, and what we ought to do, in the words of novelist and essayist Marilyn Robinson. Here's my conversation with Sam Stevenson. For this series, you've chosen the overriding topic of moral beauty. That's going to be kind of the organizing principle for all of these different conversations and speeches and lectures. What do you understand that phrase to mean, and why do you think it's an interesting way to structure a lecture series involving poets and novelists and writers? Sure. I first kind of ran into this phrase, moral beauty, in an article, an interview with an author named C.E. Morgan. And uh, she said, I have a preoccupation with moral beauty. And I was enchanted by the phrase. I think moral beauty is an interesting question because it operates as both a, a source of ethics and aesthetics. So we're kind of asking the question, how should you live? And can that way of life be aesthetically pleasing? So I think of moral beauty as, as an ability to recognize the, the subtleties in individual lives and uh, to make room to praise those things. The great hope I have for this project is that we could bring in a number of people that will be capable of exploring the little intricacies that make all of our lives meaningful. Morality, ethics, those typically are kind of the province of religious texts or philosophers, people thinking about these big questions of good and evil. But in this lecture series, you've invited poets and authors to speak about these things. Why do you think those people are qualified to to tell us something interesting about the topic of moral beauty? Well, I think poets and authors, the artistic community, really, this extends to dancers and painters and songwriters. 
have an ability to recognize and dignify what's most ordinary in all of our lives. And I think of poets and I think of authors, that's the primary mode of art that I experience as kinds of prophets who speak humanness back into us. And I think that they remind us of how to exist together by teasing out the substance that's right in front of us. That's a beautiful idea of breathing humanness back into us. You know, you sent me the interview with C.E. Morgan, which this idea of moral beauty comes from. And in it, uh, she mentions this idea that evil is the willingness to do damage to the other. And she says, I locate moral beauty in an other regarding ethic. It's love. And love is not a feeling, but an action. And, you know, the way this registers to me is an idea that poets and writers, what they do is mine and explore otherness in a way, inhabit other subjectivities. And, you know, it's commonly understood that writing is a way to practice empathy and reading is a way to practice empathy. Do you see that as, as being a piece of maybe how these writers can, can speak to the idea of moral beauty of that other regarding ethic? Yes, absolutely. I think one of the th things that you mentioned is this kind of mining out. I think that literature, poetry, the arts mine out this undercurrent in us that allows for action to be created and that allows for um, action to be, to be meaningful and to transcend the things that might divide us and bring in a kind of collective goodness uh, about, about the other. I think some of the more dangerous things of our time right now, or probably all of time, is uh, when we grow fearful of the other, it creates space where we're not able to create real dignity, real kindness, um, real knowingness that would uh, allow for kind of loving community, loving friendships, um, love in our own personal lives. So in the year to come, Converge will bring some big names in contemporary literature. But uh, for folks who aren't familiar with these writers, why do you think they would still be interested in these lectures? For me, I believe that words are a kind of container for all that we have. I have this hope for this project that it can be a source of conversation, a starter of engaging difference in our city. I would encourage my friends and my neighbors to come out and practice sitting with difference because that's a lot of what this project's about. And in terms of the unique character of this city and how this project speaks to that, I'm curious if you could explain that or tease that out a little bit more. You know, what is it about this city that you think makes a project like this particularly interesting or useful? I think that this city is profoundly aware of what it could be. And I think that we're all aware we need to practice being around different thinkers a little more. And I have hoped that this project can be a kind of practice for our city where an idea might be put on the table. This is something that's beautiful. This is a moral way to live. 
And we might approach that from very different lenses and be able to speak about it in a meaningful way that's not harmful to another, that recognizes the goodness that's intrinsically in difference. And I believe in the work that it takes to always announce that first. And that's what this project is. Sam Stevenson, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. Thank you. It's a real joy to be here. Thank you. That was my conversation with Sam Stevenson, founder of Converge Lecture Series. As you can tell, he's interested in using this series as a springboard for discussion about some really big and important topics. And our hope is that we can bring that same spirit of exploration and openness to the conversations on this podcast. Now, this interview was just an introduction. The rest of our episodes will be a bit longer. And we won't just hear from the writers speaking in the lecture series. We'll also be sitting down with artists and thinkers from right here in the Pikes Peak region to discuss those same topics that Sam just outlined. I hope you'll subscribe to the show in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And stay tuned for our first full episode with George Saunders. This show is produced by 91.5 KRCC, Southern Colorado's NPR station, in partnership with Converge Lecture Series. Thanks for listening. I'm Jake Brownell.